0: Thank you for downloading the Barbecue Central Show. The Barbecue Central Show is supported in part by these great sponsors. The Barbecue Guru, makers of automatic pit temperature control devices and barbecue pits. Their website is thebbqguru.com. Also, Butcher Barbecue, maker of injections, rubs, and sauces. Their website is butcherbbq.com. And by Big Papa Smokers, your one-stop online shop for anything in the barbecue and grilling industry. To include World Championship winning rubs, their website, BigPapaSmokers.com. And by CookShack, maker of pellet and electric cookers, you can visit them at CookShack.com. Also, Chops Power Injector System, three different size injectors to choose from. Find out more at BarbecueKansasCity.com, and that's Barbecue, B-A-R-B-E-Q-U-E. And by Pit Barrel Cooker, one of the most unique and versatile cookers out there on the market. Visit them at pitbarrelcooker.com. And by Smithfield, the biggest name in pork, bringing you great opportunities this barbecue season. Get Smokin' with Smithfield and their grant program and committed cooks program. Learn more at smokinwithsmithfield.com. And by Green Mountain Grills, some of the finest pellet cookers on the market. Their website, greenmountaingrills.com. Also, by Cookin' Pellets, manufacturer of wood pellets to fire wood pellet cookers. Their website is cookinpellets.com. You can also purchase on amazon.com as well. And finally, by Unknown Barbecue Supply, makers of lid hinges, chimney grillers, and much more. You can visit their website, unknownbbq.com shop. Use promo code REMPY for 15% off your entire order. So to get that perfect barbecue, you use
1: wood...
2: You sure it's safe? Whatever.
1: We put the lighter fluid on,
2: strike the match, and...
1: Oh. Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea.
0: Good evening and welcome to the really big Barbecue Central show. This is the show that talks about all things important in the world of barbecue and grilling. And we broadcast live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. It is the barbecue capital of the North Coast. Of course, I'm your program host, Greg Rimpey. Happy to have you aboard here on your Tuesday. We got a one that is setting up, as they say, to be a show for the ages. So if you would like to get in on the fun tonight, you've always wanted to lob a phone call in, you've wanted to shoot an email in. But you've never signed up for the newsletter, which I'll talk about here in a second. You don't know the contact information. You're not watching
3: the video screen that has
0: all that information. Here's how you get in contact with the show.
3: You can get in touch with the show by calling 216 220 Email greg at com. On the Twitter and Instagram, at BBQ Central bbqcentralshow.
0: Anything else you want to find out about the show can be found at the main website, thebbqcentralshow.com, and here's what's happening in case you didn't get that newsletter I just talked about a few seconds ago. It is the first Tuesday of the month. Last, two, uh, last month, we missed them, but we are locked and loaded. Can you believe, folks, we are already in April, the 4th. <laughs> believe it or not, 2017 now rapidly coming to a close. The first Tuesday of every month brings a visit to the doctor's office to cure all your to cure all your barbecue ills. Ray Lampy, Dr. Barbecue, joins us. Absolutely. And then at 9:35, I think we had him on about a year ago. This now we are headlong into barbecue and grilling cookbook season. It's the beginning of the second quarter. Springtime is officially here. Although, being at my daughter's track meet today, I would beg to differ.
3: <laughs> Felt like
0: middle of, Septem- uh, middle of December. 50 below with a wind gust of 758 miles an hour made it hellacious. Nevertheless, we press on. This is cookbook, grilling, and barbecue-related season, and it will press through a number of months. He was on last year with the new uh, Weber's New American Barbecue, a modern spin on the classics. This year, we have a whole new cookbook to talk about. Weber's very own cookbook, uh, uh, official cookbook guy, Jamie Pervance, will be joining us. And I have to mention right off the top, because I know a lot of you are going to be writing in. You know there was a lot of fun had at um, my expense, and uh, Jamie was quite the chap playing along with it. But we were giving away a book last year, and I had mentioned offhandedly that I I would autograph my name in Jamie's book and send it to you for some giveaways, which we actually did. And then I had messaged Jamie offline, and I said, "Hey, I should." also sign a book for you to keep, or I think he said you should sign my book to send back to me. And, uh, of course, I am remiss that I did not do that. However, I do have a my personal copy of that book from last year, so I will rectify the situation sooner than later. But that was fun to kind of joke about that a little bit earlier as I was corresponding with Jamie. So uh, new Weber cookbook out, Jamie Proviance, 935. We're going to, to be talking about that. Then we'll move into the second hour at 1014. She is well-regarded as the Princess of Pork from Smithfield. Emily Detweiler-Jones, The Show. Tough time talking tonight. So we're going to be hitting, by and large, and as time allows, some other things. But we're definitely going to be hitting the Committed Cooks program. I try to keep a finger on the pulse of what's happening in the social media and the barbecue forums I have my embedded correspondence growing throughout the country telling me people want to know about this, people want to know about that. And time and time again, since we had had Emily on last month talking about it, and it was just kind of launching at that point. What is this Committed Cooks program all about? How do I get involved? When's it going to be announced? Is it going to be announced? Do I get a lot of free stuff? Because I know Central Lights love the free stuff. So we'll be talking to Emily about that in depth. We might get an update on committed, uh, not on the committee cooks, but on the grant program from Smithfield, and we'll see what time we have left as well. So Emily Detweiler, ten fourteen, and then to close out the show, World Championship Barbecue Pitmaster, a guy who has single-handedly breathed, 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 brought back to life a standard of the backyard. Sorry, Backwoods Smoker Line, which I believe it was the party then. It's now the Red Box Smoker, Mark Lambert, joins us. Some breaking news on Mark Lambert over the weekend. He was, I don't know, voted or forced into or however you get it. But he is now the new president of the National Barbecue and Grilling Association, or NBBQA, they had their big to do this past weekend. I did not attend that because I attended the HPBA Expo. And maybe I know Ray Lampy was there, the biggest names in the industry as it comes to recognizability. But I don't, I don't know if I would sit here and tell you with a 100% assurity that the biggest names in the industry were there. You know, was Weber exhibiting? Was Big Green Egg exhibiting? You know, There's a fine line for me if I'm going to travel. There has to be the win there for me. It's not just getting sound from a guys that have been on my show a billion times to travel to Fort Worth to get sound. If I want to interview Big Mo Kason, I'll call him up and say, Big Mo, you want to be on the show? And he would be like, yeah, or no, or let's book it two years from now or whatever. Same goes with Chris Lilly. Same goes with Byron Mixon. Same goes with Tuffy Stone. All the biggest names in the industry come on this show regularly. So not that I'm spoiled, not that I wouldn't want to hang out with them personally, but from a business perspective, I think it made more sense having to choose. I would love to go to both, but having to choose, it made more sense for me to go to HPBA than it did to go to NBBQA, but that could change next year as well. So. Uh, I'll be talking with, I guess, maybe Mark and Ray could both have input there because they're experts and they're both celebrities and championship barbecue pitmasters. All right. uh, Before we head into the first break, please do me the solid of letting everybody know that the show is on the air. A couple of different websites to send them to. My website for audio, thebbqcentralshow.com, and click on that big red Listen Live link. You can also send them to the longtime video syndication partner of this show, OutdoorCookingChannel.com. It's also streaming live on my personal Facebook page, which is greg.rempi. And it's also going to Roku. So if you have Internet Protocol television, go to the App Store on whatever platform you have. Look for Outdoor Cooking Channel. If it's there, download it. You have the live stream option. And then you also have the ability to go back through all of the archives of this show and all the other shows that Kevin has there as well. So enjoy to your heart's content. Email from Stephen or Stefan Tornblum. Hey Greg, just wanted to let you know, as you can see from the pictures below, that I've purchased my first pellet smoker, which is a Green Mountain Grill Daniel Boone model. I also purchased a forty-pound bag of wood pellets from from CookingPellets.com with their four hardwood blend. The pellets should arrive later this week. I told about three to four weeks till to, I took about three to four weeks to look for all of my different smoker manufacturers compare contrast see what would be best fit for my family for the amount of food that we eat and i know both of these companies are sponsors of the show and i like everything i've read and heard about both companies which is why i ordered these two products the second picture is the food that i did that night on the very first cook really like the smoker has four wheels which make it easy to roll around the garage to my backyard I have a vacation starting next Sunday, so I plan on running the smoker through a gauntlet, great word, of cooks over the days that I'm off. Keep up with the great show and the great work on the show. Cheers, Stefan or Steven Tornblum. Steven or Stefan, thank you. It's the one thing that I say every single time. Don't ask me what you can do for me to help the show. Support the show's sponsors. You know, the nine or ten folks that are on board with this show, sponsoring it, spending their money with me, give them at least first consideration if you're going to be buying a smoker or pellets or uh, temperature control device. I mean, you name it. If everybody who is anybody is on this show sponsoring it, their products are top notch, widely regarded as superior products both in the backyard and on the competition circuit where they're proving out. That's how you can help me the most, supporting the show sponsors. All right, we got Ray Lampy coming up out of the break. Let me talk to you quickly about Cook Shack. manufacturer of smoker ovens for barbecue lovers with any amount of experience, whether you barbecue in the backyard, on the competition circuit, or in a five-star dining facility. Cook Shack has a unit that will do the job, and with a full line of barbecue sauces, spices, pellets, and wood chunks, it's the perfect one-stop shop. Cook Shack strives to be your barbecue resource center by offering cooking classes, Online recipes, how-to videos, two blogs, smoke and grilling 101s, and a video cooking classroom. Check out their website at cookshack.com or follow them on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Pinterest, or the Google+. Get advice and share your passion for barbecue on their world-class barbecue forum. Yes, they still have one of those as well. Cookshack pellet-fired smokers are the choice of champions because they were designed by a champion, Ed Fast, Eddie Morin. The FEC-100 and PG-1000 are always customer favorites. PG-1000 can double as a smoker and a grill. Low and slow, hot and fast. The Pellet Grill line gives you the most for your money. How about electric smokers? No problem. Cookshack residential electric smokers are indeed the number one smoker in the industry. High quality means high durability and versatility. Anything you can cook in your oven, you can make in a Cookshack. Here's the deal, passion and dedication drives Cookshack's manufacturing. With quality always being the top priority. Get the best in barbecue since 1962. Call 800-423-0698. Again, that's 800-423-0698. Or visit the website CookShack, C-O-O-K-S-H-A-C-K, CookShack.com. We thank them for their continued support of the barbecue central ship. All right, as I mentioned, Ray Lampe coming up right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back.
3: Live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. Hey,
0: welcome back. You love to barbecue, you love to compete, and you love to win. Do all three with the help from Smithfield. Are you an organizer of a nonprofit, community, or sanctioned barbecue event? Apply for the new grant program that helps support competitions across the U.S. with resources and prize money. But that's not all. If you're a competitive barbecue, you can join the Committed Cooks program. Members who commit to cooking with premium, hand-trimmed, Smithfield, fresh pork, will receive swag and other great prizes. Commit to cooking with Smithfield and see what's going on in the barbecue and grilling industry. Visit SmokinWithSmithfield.com. That's Smokin' with Smithfield. Hey, check this out. If you got questions about barbecue or
2: grilling, maybe as a hobby or even a business, looking to get an expert's point of view, why not ask Dr. Barbecue? You can submit your questions by clicking on the Ask Dr. Barbecue tab on the website. The Doctor is in. Here's Ray Lampy with his nurse,
0: Greg Rimpy. Dr. Barbecue. Alright, that can only mean that Ray Lampy is in the house. Ray, how are you, buddy? I'm good, Greg. Good to see you. Finally, we, we took a month off. Sometimes it's always like good to rekindle that love affair, take some time away, let the heart grow fonder, all that good stuff. I think you were on vacation. Yeah, I, I missed you badly. Yeah, great. Now, so you were like on vacation, I think, last month.
2: Uh, yeah, I was in the Keys, actually. Uh, yeah, it was a real vacation. Like. You know, a lot of my life looks like a vacation, but it's really not. I'm working. So, yeah, I was in the Keys doing nothing for a couple of days.
0: I was going to say, you know, as as a guy who was really hustling day to day to get the paycheck and book jobs and make sure that there is a stream of income coming in, uh, (laughs) it probably doesn't afford the entrepreneur those standard style vacations. So when you can grab a couple of days, it's probably real nice to recharge a little bit.
2: Yeah, I always used to joke there's that great old video of me driving along the river in Oregon, and, and the lady asked me, uh, what do you do for vacation? I said, I go home. Uh, so it's kind of like that, too. But, yeah, it was nice to get down to the Keys with some old friends.
0: All right, Ray, let me ask you, before we get into some of this other stuff, we've been talking every time you're on, we're getting the updates of uh, Ray Lampy's new Dr. Barbecue restaurant. Oh, So let's call it, I guess, by its uh, true name. What is the name of the restaurant, first and foremost?
2: I think it's going to be called Dr. Barbecue. Really? We were talking about putting an apostrophe S on there, and it just didn't really feel right. So I think we're just going to call it Dr. Barbecue.
0: Um, So is it still a work in progress, or we pretty much decided that that's what it's going to be?
2: I think that's it. Uh, You know, I don't know until we just got the building a couple days ago. So we've got probably a four or five month build out. It's a big project. Um, So we've got a little bit of time to confirm, but I believe it's going to be called Dr. Barbecue.
0: All right, so are we, are we tentatively looking at kind of that fall opening then?
2: Yeah, we're hoping for September, but realistically now, you know, five months is what you hope for, but it's a big project, and it's just, you know, I, I don't want to make any promises I can't keep. Um, September would be nice, but realistically, we're probably looking at October now
0: and i would imagine with the business partners that you have who are very successful in the restaurant industry and of course your name is kind of a well sounds like your name might actually be attached to it more ways than one nobody wants <laughs> yeah, to kinda. nobody wants to get ahead of this or you know race to just meet a deadline and then not have it be where you guys both expect it to be
2: yeah i mean it's a long term project you know i mean as much as we all it took a long time to get the building secured because the parking lot next door was part of the deal too. Nobody really knew that, but we didn't want to do it without buying the parking lot next door as well. Um, and I don't know if you saw the stuff I was posting today, but it was in the Tampa Bay Business Journal today because it was kind of a big deal. They bought a really nice piece of property there, but it's good because we're going to have parking. You know, one of you don't. It's an area where there's parking is tight. And it's, okay, you can count on people just Uber in or taking care of it themselves. But, boy, it's a whole lot nicer if you have a big parking lot, and we do. So we really got caught, bogged down by that. But in the long run, it's going to be a great thing for us. So, yeah, you're right. We're not going to get caught up with a false deadline. Again, it's a long-term project. So if it takes an extra month to do up front, that'll be okay.
0: Ray Lampy joining me here on the show for the Ask Dr. Barbecue segment. Ray, last or this past weekend down in Fort Worth, Texas, was the NBBQA, or I guess it's now known as the National Barbecue and Grilling Association's uh, big yearly conference. Uh, you attended that. Were you there for the duration or, or just a handful of days, or what was the deal?
2: Uh, I wasn't there for Wednesday. I got in there on Thursday, and I stayed till through it was over on Saturday night. Um, so, yeah, I was there for the bulk of it. I wasn't there for – they go on a big restaurant tour – on Wednesday, which I just, I never can get there a day early to do that, but I was there for most of the conference.
0: So I guess from a high level for the folks that have never been to it, or, and it seems like over the last couple of years, I've done a very good job marketing it, at least getting some uh, face time in the social media or making it recognizable to a certain degree. What is it about? What are they looking to serve there? And is it worth the go?
2: Yeah, it's come a long way. It was really a I uh, the I've been a member off and on for 20 some years and, and it just never could find an identity. And Linda Orison, mama shed from the shed down in Mississippi. She was the incoming president. uh, I guess two years ago. Now I talked to her and she said, I want to fix this thing. Will you help me? And I said, yeah, I'll help you. And, and I immediately, Chris Lilly was standing right there. I immediately joined, got him to join in and Linda had this vision of taking it from looking like every other conference, you know, we're not plumbers. We don't want to sit in a in a boardroom and and or hotel, you know, lobby and and look at uh, PowerPoint presentations. We're barbecue guys. So Linda, with an iron fist, <laughs> fought it out and figured out a situation. She found this place in Fort Worth called the River Ranch. It's an event space, but it's very Texas. So it's a couple of big rooms with a lot of Texas kind of decoration and a big outdoor area where guys could pull in grills and stuff. And it was great. I mean, we could cook and do stuff. You know, we're all a lot more comfortable sitting on the back porch with a grill and a beer than we are sitting in a a, a conference room at a hotel. So it was really a, 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 a labor of love for Linda to find this place. And, and she did. And it really worked out well. So basically, Thursday and Friday is a typical conference with seminars and speakers and stuff. Yeah, it's a little more lighthearted. But but it's, uh, you know, it's it's we try to conduct some business while we're there. Um, I did host the Meet the Masters with six great guys from Texas, uh, Kent Black from Black's Barbecue and Tim McKeska from McKeska's Barbecue. I mean, these guys are, are legendary Texas families. Yeah. Uh, OBQ, if you ever use any OBQ spices, OB joined us. I mean, we had, it was really a cool panel. So we did that. But in general, they try to, help each other you know I, I was saying on one seminar is your menu instagramable so anyway that part of it is all kind of business related but then saturday's the public facing event and it's a whole different thing so we all go out there and they they hustle up meat from a lot of good partners and we cook it a lot of grill companies involved you were i heard you asking about the, you know our the big grill companies there yeah a lot of them are uh, like kevin coleman from weber was around the whole weekend and i know there's a big auction fundraiser. I know there was a big Weber, and Green Egg gave them a grill, and we auctioned off, and, and some of the other players did as well. So, so everybody's coming back to it. It's really made a lot of progress in the last couple of years. But Saturday's the big public event that's fun. I mean, Myron's there, Tubby's there, Sam Jones is there from North Carolina, Billy Durney was there, Aaron Franklin was walking around, Chris Lilly's over there, uh, the Shed, uh, Mike Mills. I mean, it's a, it's a who's who of barbecue.
0: So is it a, like, is Saturday more of a star gawker opportunity for people where, you know, as I said, I'm a, yeah. I'm a pretty spoiled guy, right? I can, I can call you on the phone. I can, you know, I've talked to pretty much everybody that's anybody in the last 10, 15 years of the barbecue industry, or I can kind of get at them as needed. So, you know, is it, is it worthwhile for folks that maybe don't have the access that I have to go down so they can meet these people and. See that how they are on this show is really like how they are, in re- or maybe they're uh, disappointed or uh, brought to a higher level of respect to see how they really are in, in real life.
2: Well, this is my personal uh, comments about this, but to me, it's sort of two different things. Like I said, we're all a lot of us were around on Thursday and Friday, but there was no one time when when Mike Mills and Chris and me and Myron and Tuffy and Sam Jones were all standing in the same place. On Saturday, we were. Everybody's there. so it's really like I said, that's the event for the public. Um, yeah, the rest of it really is you know a typical trade show. It's expensive to get in, but there are seminars and are that kind of thing. The Saturday event, yeah, that is the place to come and, and fanboy out, man, it's cool. I, I was talking to Andy husbands and Andy's like, wow, I'm like a fanboy here. and Andy you know Andy's won the jack yeah. got a couple of restaurants and wrote a few books. He's certainly an accomplished barbecue guy. But I'm the same way. It's like, wow, there's Sam Jones, you know, that those that's a big deal. Uh Kent Black, uh, like I said before, but I mean it's it's just yeah, it's Saturday, man. It's it's a who's who lineup of, of guys. It's pretty cool.
0: Uh Ray Lampy joining me for the monthly Ask Doctor Barbecue segment. Screwed the pooch here on the first ten minutes. Uh maybe this month we can kind of re catch up and, and get through the rest of the interview, Ray. <laughs> That'd be nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, uh, I'm not sure exactly what uh, happened, Jamie, but you know we'll we'll figure it out.
2: Tell Jamie to be extra entertaining to cover for me.
0: Well, a, a tall task, but I will hold him to the grindstone. <laughs> All right, man. All right, Sorry, right. Greg. there he is. We'll figure it. out. Doctor Barbecue Ray Lampy. And it's just it's, you know, these are things that happen when you have a live production and you're relying on the
3: internet. All guests on the Barbecue Central show appear via the Smithfield Hotline. Uh,
0: there's a hundred percent chance that next month or, or next time I have him on that would never happen what was the last time that's ever happened with Ray it's never happened with Ray that's all right we can we muddle on great last eight minutes by the way if you missed it Ray Pro nbbqa All right, gang, if you are like me, you're always trying to think of ways to step up the barbecue and grilling game a notch, and no better or easier way to do that than by adding a little butcher barbecue to your arsenal. Here's a few things to remember. One of my favorite new products ever on the face of the earth over the last five years comes from Dave's shop, and it's not an injection, and it's not a spice, and it's not a rub, and it's not a sauce. It's something called grilling oil. For me, revolutionizing the way that I am cooking, adding oil to a recipe, adding butter flavor to a recipe. It comes in three different flavors, by the way. Butter flavor, my favorite. Steak flavor, steakhouse flavor, and chipotle for that little warm heat flavor, if you like it. And they're shelf-stable. So if you buy one bottle, or as I do, buy by the case, like 12, you open one and you leave it right out on the counter. Now, what benefit is that? Well, with a lot of other stuff, you have to store it out of the sunlight or it's got to get refrigerated. And if you're like me, you just forget you have it out of sight, out of mind. It's not constantly you staring in the face. And what's more than that, when it's just out and you see it all the time, maybe even if you remembered it, because you have a good memory, you would go back in the refrigerator and get if it needed refrigeration, which it doesn't. But now that you're just seeing it, you're just grabbing it and just start throwing it in everything and see how it's going to work. So it's actually giving you more opportunities to use it because it's there in front of your face. Again, shelf stable. A lot of that other stuff that you guys use in the barbecue and grilling world is not so. So you can take it right from your kitchen, right out to the grill, leave it sit out there, use it as needed, bring it right back into the kitchen and keep using it. It's great. I love it. My favorite product. You do have the sauces and the rubs, of course. That sauce, the sweet barbecue sauce, one of my all-time favorites when it's not my barbecue sauce. You have the new line of rubs, pecan, cherry, chipotle, and Dave's secret master reserve blend, top secret. The standbys, the honey rub, and the steak and brisket. Come on. Who are you kidding? Head on over to ButcherBBQ.com. That's ButcherBBQ.com and stock up now butcher's barbecue always trust your butcher i do you should too all right we're back with jamie perviance right after this stick around we'll be right back
3: ready to get on the air Call 216-220-0966. Now, let's get back to the LeBron James and Barbecue Talk. Craig Rampier.
0: Welcome back. This portion of the show is being brought to you by Green Mountain Grills, manufacturers of some of the best pellet cookers out there on the market today. If you're looking for a big cooker to house a lot of food, they got one for you. Something medium-sized covered there, too. Something to take on tailgates, no problem. They can also supply you with pellets as well to fire those cookers. Check them out online at GreenMountainGrills.com and find your local dealer. That's GreenMountainGrills.com. I love my Green Mountain Grill. You could love yours as well if you would just check out the website, GreenMountainGrills.com. All right. We'll cross our fingers here. My first uh, or my next guest this evening made a name for itself in the book writing world, especially when paired with Weber to include such titles as Weber's Way to Grill, Weber's New Real Grilling. Last year was Weber's Big Book of Burgers, and tonight we're talking about the newest effort called, yes, Weber's Greatest Hits being released April 25th, so a little later this month. I believe we also uh, might be giving away a copy tonight as well. Let's go to the hotline, and welcome back, friend of the show, Jamie Proviance. Jamie, how are you, buddy?
4: I'm doing great, Greg. How you doing?
0: Uh, well, we're, I can tell you right now we're uh, starting off 110% better than we did with Dr. Barbecue, so we got that going for you. Yeah I,
4: I saw the first part of it and I I admire your your song and dance skills to just sort of get through it you know This stuff happens I think that's the expression stuff happens right
0: Yes uh and no pressure Ray said you had to be extra entertaining to make up with the uh, technical duties that we found in our segment uh, a little bit before so no big deal for a pro like yourself right <laughs>
4: There's no replacing Ray, you know? I mean, for one thing, there's not enough time to grow that beard, so um, I'll just have to do my thing.
0: Alright, so another book getting ready for release, Jamie. And, you know, I had asked Steven Reichlin this question maybe a year or so ago and wanted to get your take on this. You know, did you ever think when you had initially teamed up with Weber and kind of got into this whole barbecue and grilling situation, that you would be continuing to write books in some form or fashion here in the year twenty seventeen.
4: <laughs> no idea whatsoever. And if you had predicted that, I would say you're crazy. Um, I, when I first got involved with Weber, I was just sort of an all-around food nut. You know, I was a trained chef. I liked grilling, but um, I didn't see it as a career path at all. It was going to be. Um, one little project Um, I was actually brought in as basically an editor and uh, I had to scramble pretty hard to come up with enough recipes to fill a book and um, then they asked for another and another and another Uh, it's gotten easier through the years to develop the recipes and um, you know I've had access to the company and all those great people there and uh, all the people in the barbecue community so I have just sort of learned and then turned around and shared that with with readers. So, uh it's worked out really well, but no, I never would have predicted it.
0: Did you ever think, you know, I'm always amazed at how prolific technology is growing and and I was thinking maybe 4 or 5 years ago that books were going to be completely obsolete by this time in our lifespan. And yet, and I mean, I guess it is any type of book out there. I'm not a, a huge reader myself, but especially in the cookbook segment, whatever genre you are still covering or finding yourself involved in, that does not seem to be going away at all. Uh, Perhaps it's even becoming more popular.
4: True. Uh, You know, be careful what you read in the media. I think we all got the impression (laughs) that we were just going to be swallowed up by the internet and that nobody was going to read anymore. Um, I just came back from a huge publishing fair in London and uh, you know the reports there are that cookbook sales worldwide are actually on the rise. Yep. Not for all kinds of cookbooks, but certainly um, grilling books are, are popular, particularly the really comprehensive ones like we do at Weber.
0: Do you think it, there is a need to have something in hand that continually attracts the, that cookbook? Uh, I, I know, as you said, that it it is a little bit more popular, the barbecue and grilling thing, but you still think people like to have that reference to go back to time and time again tactily.
4: That's a big part of it, yeah. I mean, do you really want to take your laptop or even your phone out to the grill or the smoker? I, I don't think so. It just doesn't <laughs> feel like it belongs in that whole experience, right? Um, and... You know, there are other things that, that cookbooks provide. Um, the, which we always try to put really good stories. Certainly that was true of the new American Barbecue book. Uh, the new book, Weber's Greatest Hits, has a lot of really interesting stories that just complement the recipes and make the thing feel like a full package, right? And so that's a totally different sense of gratification, you know, sitting down and reading that and cooking that than it is, you know, Googling a recipe, you know, printing it out and, and, and making it. They're both fine. I mean, I, I do Googling myself, but there's a totally richer sense of, of gratification when I'm cooking, you know, even from, from Ray's books or Stephen's books, you know, I feel like there's sort of a weightiness and there's a, there's a depth and there's a credibility that uh, you just don't find from some random recipe off the Internet.
0: Jamie Proviance joining me here on the show. We're going to be talking about Weber's Greatest Hits, which is going to be the newest cookbook that he's releasing April 25th. So uh, let's get into that a little bit, Jamie. Obviously, you know, I guess as a writer, you always want to be uh, on the verge of some new idea or a new concept. So in this case, is this as the title would recommend, you're kind of... Taking out some of the, the greatest recipes over the course of the time that you've had with Weber, or, or is it something different than that?
4: Yeah, this is a, an opportunity to look at the whole collection. Um, I, believe it or not, <laughs> I'm certainly shocked. I've done over 2,500 recipes. Wow. And, um, you know, some of those books have been discontinued, you know, you can't get them anymore, but there's some really great recipes in there. Um, and even the ones that are still out there, um, you know they have a bunch of great recipes and then some that are that are good but not maybe outstanding and I get a lot of people who say, "Hey, I, I want to get one of your books, you know which one should I get and i 'm always kind of torn <laughs> and all of them and, yeah, right. <laughs> and it just seemed time to say you know what let's just pull all the best ones together um, out of twenty five hundred recipes let's put together like the top hundred and twenty five and i didn't want to be the one to pick those hundred twenty five or I didn't want to be the only one so we did a, a survey basically we pulled a lot of serious weber cookbook owners and weber fanatics and you know like grill academy chefs and weber restaurant people and you know, employees at weber and and uh, after a lot of <laughs> debating and arguing and stuff, we came up with the top one hundred and twenty five. So now I can say with total confidence to somebody, what should I get? Get Weber's greatest hits because every one of them is just a slam dunk. You know, dozens and dozens of people have said this is a fantastic recipe. So that's the collection. We re-photographed everything, so it looks entirely um, fresh and new and, and fantastic. We have a new photographer um, who did an amazing job. And as I said, we added a lot of other content in terms of tips and techniques and really funny stories about the Weber history. So um, I really love the book. I, I'm very proud to uh, to recommend it to people.
0: It sets up almost in a way like a really popular singer, so let's say you're the Rod Stewart of uh, barbecue and grilling, and you have you know the greatest hits, dare I say, volume one. Out of 2,500 recipes, there could be a volume two, a volume three. Not saying that there are any lesser or greater recipes than any of the other 2,500, but um, kind of like a, a, a continuance of greatest hits. Has there been talk about doing volume one, volume two, or something along those lines?
4: The topic has come up, um, and, and it's funny that you mentioned the whole um, albums, you know, Rod Stewart Greatest Hits type of thing. Because that's immediately what came to mind when people started talking about this book. I thought, how am I going to do a book that's kind of that equivalent, that it really captures the best of, of, a, of an artist in you know in the music case, um, and I, I felt that was a huge responsibility. Um, and we talked about maybe doing one or two because there were so many good recipes, but ultimately we decided, no, this is it, this is the one um, we 've got a lot of other ideas for other books to do in fact i 'm already starting on some of those, but this is the one greatest hits I think um, you know certainly for the foreseeable future
0: so we would call this the definitive collection. <laughs>
4: This is it. This is the best of the last, you know, 25 years of Weber. Um, And so rest assured that everything is a winner. We say uh, all killer, no filler is our little tagline.
0: Perfect. Um, How does the book set up from a a reader's perspective? Is it a, a beginner and then main course and then dessert or how does that lay out?
4: It lays out in the traditional way, the really easy way, right? So there's appetizers, and then red meat, and then pork and poultry and seafood. Um, there's a vegetable and side section. There's a dessert section. So it's really pretty comprehensive. Um, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of things that you'd expect in there. Some surprises as well. Um, I tell you one thing that surprised me was that people didn't. Pick as their favorite, necessarily like the most incredible recipes. Like I've done some things that I thought were just <laughs> fantastic, you know, but they were pretty labor intensive, you know, like a lamb tagine type of thing and where you're, uh, or other recipes where you're curing meats and lightly smoking them and then cooking them again. And, you know, it's just, I think it's great, but I found out that a lot of people put a real premium on ease. You know, and so sometimes the the favorite recipes are like chicken quesadillas or some marinated shrimp recipe or a really simple you know grilled fruit dessert. Uh, that to them is the greatest. And that surprised me, but when you think about it, I guess it makes perfect sense.
0: you You've somehow been able to, with help from your uh, business constituents, of course, uh, been able to pare down, Twenty five hundred recipes to that one hundred twenty five hundred and fifty that are in Weber's Greatest Hits. So, uh, let me ask you to further pick from your children. What is your favorite recipe in the book?
4: <laughs> well, <clears throat> I'm going to go with actually since we're on a barbecue show here, I'm going to go with <laughs> some with some pork ribs. Um, and I go there easily because I really do love this recipe. I call it Best on the Block Baby Back Ribs. And it's just one of those recipes that I've honed over the course of time. Uh, I think it first came out maybe 10 or 12 years ago. And I just keep tweaking, tweaking the rub a little bit and tweaking the spice and the, and the mop and whatnot. And it's just one of those recipes that I have total confidence in. Like when I'm having people over, um, maybe somebody that I want to impress a little bit. You know, it's got to be special. I can't make any mistakes. I just go to that recipe, and uh, I, I've yet to find somebody who doesn't say, oh, my God, this is incredible. I love these ribs. So uh, I'm going to pick that one as my favorite today.
0: <laughs> are, are you, um, you know, it's it's fascinating to kind of hear you use terms like, I can't screw this one up and, and this and that. I mean, you're a, a trained chef. You have uh, any number of uh, years, dare I say decades, in uh, the culinary world and perfecting all the, food that you're creating so do you become at all trepidatious when you have certain people over or do you feel a pressure on you to be that guy i mean you, nobody's more that guy than you right when everybody's coming over for a dinner party or heaven forbid you're over at somebody else's house and they are grilling and then you show up i'm sure everybody's like well it's not going to be as good as what you do jamie blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so like what, what kind of a is that a pressure for you that you feel
4: Uh, there is that pressure. Yeah. Uh, there's that expectation and I gotta live up to that expectation. And, you know, if I'm cooking a recipe that I've done in a book, then the pressure's completely off. I I feel confident, but I do a lot of improvisational grilling, you know, just on the fly. Hey, what do you got? You know, and I look in his fridge and, um, and we just whip something up. And at that point, who knows, you know, (laughs) I've got some, some basic skills and I think my instincts are good, but, um, you know, every once in a while, it just doesn't come together. Um, most of the time it does, but sometimes it doesn't. Uh, and that's just the way it goes.
0: So the new book is being released April 25th. Is there a like pre-order available right now through Amazon or something like that?
4: Yes, you can definitely pre-order it at Amazon and uh, and Barnes and Noble, I believe. And uh, uh, yeah, I would certainly appreciate that. I'll tell you this: you were talking about the cookbook world um, because it is rel- re- relatively healthy. There are more and more books out there, so you got to use like this tiny little window in the first few weeks. You got to get out there as one of the best sellers. So. For all my barbecue and grilling fans out there, um, I would appreciate a little pre-order. It just really helps to move things along.
0: Um, from an additional book standpoint, is this going to be the only one you see this year, or will you release another one at some point uh, before 2017 comes to a close?
4: Uh, this will be it in the U.S. Um, I have a whole nother life where I develop books for other countries because Weber is in so many countries um so you know as our spring and summer come to close and the and the weather is warming up in the southern hemisphere i'm releasing new books down there um and uh i've got some projects that i'm working on to be released in in europe uh in the fall as well so i've always got you know three or four books that are in development
0: Wow. So you're like uh, Jamie Hasselhoff. You're like big star over in Europe and all these other places, too. Not just here.
4: <laughs> well, Weber's really the star. I mean, uh, I think we sell more cookbooks over in Europe than we do in the U.S., which yeah. is pr- and specifically in Germany. For some reason, the Germans are just nuts about grilling and barbecue. Um, so <clears throat> we just keep giving them books, and they keep buying them.
0: That that seems to be good business.
4: I like that. Yeah,
0: no (laughs) doubt. Uh, Jamie Perviance is here. We're talking about the new book that's going to be out April 25th, Weber's Greatest Hits. It's a definitive collection, the best Weber recipes out of all of the 2,500 recipes Jamie's developed over the years. And I always appreciate the time you're giving to the show. Jamie, thanks so much. Good luck with the book, and we will get to the pre-ordering, my friend. I really appreciate it. That's awesome. Thanks, Greg. You got it. There he is. Jamie Proviance. Weber. 2,500 recipes?
3: All guests on the Barbecue Central <laughs> Show appear via the wow. Smithfield Hotline. <laughs> Yummy. And
0: trust me, I... He's quite the pro to say it. But... Like, i in no way am I even near... Well, I mean, duh. There's no like I'm not even in Jamie's stratosphere as far as recognizability in the industry and being a guy who is a griller, master griller. But when I go to people's homes, I man, I get the same thing. I'm just happy to eat somewhere. Somebody's on the grill. They're like, oh, I mean, there's nothing like you can do. What does that mean? Mother, I'm ready to eat, you cooking food because I'm ready to eat. I would, I would eat it. All right, that's Jamie Proviance. Uh, Folks, let me talk to you quickly about the longest-running sponsor of the show located in Warminster, Pennsylvania, the Barbecue Guru. Gang, if you've been thinking about automatic pit temperature control devices, this is the one. This is the company that started it all. They are the creators of this technology. Why are you going to buy from anybody else? If you're a busy working professional, if you're on the run with kids doing errands, you don't have the time to sit around and tend to pit temps, the Guru has your back. CyberQ Wi-Fi is out and about. Party-Q also, easiest point of entry when it comes to automatic temperature control devices. The new shotgun smoker is available and ready for sale. Come on, do yourself a favor. Head on over to the Barbecue Guru. That's BBQGuru.com and check out their products. If you have any questions, call them, 800-288-GURU. That's 800-288-GURU. The Barbecue Guru continues to be a breakthrough in barbecue technology. We are back to wrap the first hour right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back.
3: Name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show.
0: All right, welcome back. This portion of the show is brought to you by Cookin'Pellets.com, your number one source for quality wood pellets for all of your pellet driven cookers. Visit Cookin'Pellets.com for more information. For more information or to purchase, you can also buy from Amazon.com as well. On that note, email from John Dawson. On a serious note, your mention of a listener being happy with SmokeAndPellets.com customer prompted me to let you know that I, too, dig their cut of their jib. My lovely wife bought me a 40-pound bag to accompany my uni pizza oven at Christmas it and the pellets turn out magical discs of police... And I gotta start. I gotta start all over today. I have not been able to talk at all. It and the pellets turn out magical discs of pizza deliciousness. Thank you, John. And thank your wife for perhaps unknowingly supporting the show. How about that? Hey, Fred Jones, shout out. Happy birthday to Lil... Donnie Blackman, turning 14, loves the cue, and the show loves Donnie. All right, little Donnie Blackman, happy 14th birthday. You've made it. Your first 14 years of success, none topping this moment of a birthday shout-out. Little Donnie, it's all downhill from here, brother, I got to tell you. (laughs) Go get him, buddy. Make 15 the best year ever. All right, uh, we will step away and regroup, hopefully. Big stuff coming next hour. I'm going to refresh my ice-cold water, and we'll be back. American Royal update coming soon. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. in the hut and you listen to the barbecue central radio network all barbecue and grilling all the time happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show boing we cook because we have to and we grill because we want to
5: hit me
1: fine how <laughs> you wrong we have a great show of a big fan
0: boing
2: So what 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 seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead and he's in the in the
3: crackle. Charbonneau! It's all
0: about the Charbonneau, dude! Succulent fish. What?
3: He ate 50
5: before we So listen, Laburnius, shut your
0: face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seed. <laughs> we have top
5: men working on it right now.
1: <laughs> top. All right,
0: here we go. You're into the second hour. Here we go. Folks, this is the Barbecue Central Show, and we talk about all things important to the world of barbecue and grilling. Really? It's like the funniest story ever going on behind the scenes. (laughs) Wow. That's awesome. All right. This show talks about all things important in the world of barbecue and grilling. I am your host, Greg Rempe. If you missed the first hour, fear not. Sign up on iTunes. Get on the Google Play Music podcast subscription. It's native on the Android device now. And you can get this show, minus all the video, just the audio awesome delivered to you. No later than 11.55 p.m. this evening or whenever your feed refreshes, but it'll be there tomorrow for your drive into to work or wherever the hell it is or however you consume the show. Remember, most people, and when I say most people, I mean 95% of people are consuming the show via the iTunes or uh, as I affectionately refer to it as the Audible feed. So if you don't want to take time out of your tuesday between 9 p.m. and 11 p.m. eastern standard time live life you can subscribe to this show i would consider it a personal favor if you are not subscribed to this show on itunes or some podcast directory because it all is that's the only thing that's really tracked if you're not subscribed to the show subscribe to it i appreciate that you're taking it in Live, as I've always said, live listeners mean the most to me because you're making the most sacrificial of commitments. You're sacrificing your own time personally to watch this show happen live, which is really the best way to watch. You never know what's going to happen. Like, the people on the podcast are never going to know that Ray Lampe's interview got short by, like, 10 minutes. I mean, they'll realize it once Ray's only been on for about four seconds. But they're not going to hear all the... As Jamie Proviance put it, tap dancing to kind of get through that dead time. Uh, trust me, if I was, if I was Jamie Proviance seeing all of that nastiness ahead of my segment, I would have head for Zee Hills. <laughs> would have been like, we're racing over to grab Jamie Proviance on the hotline. <laughs> Jamie, are you there? Jamie, hello? No, not there. Of course not. He had faith. That's what happens. I can buy a little faith, customer faith, because of all of the good times that we've mostly had. I mean, certainly you could just point out all the deficiencies of the show, but come on. Like the most popular podcasts ever on the face of the earth are all doing post-production. This, And if it would have only been like two minutes worth of stuff, I, I would leave that in. Right? I would leave it in. That was a substantial amount of time tonight, so that's going to get cut out. But by and large, the, how you hear the show in the iTunes or the audible uh, audio-only download tomorrow, is exactly how it happened between nine and 11 on Tuesday evening. Doug Durda, I listen on iTunes, watch on Tuesday nights because the chat room is like being in a great bar. No shit. I, affectionately, the show within the show, better known as the chat room. Thank you, Doug, for listening watching and consuming even after the fact. All right, here is the 2017 horse meat update. This report coming from Embedded Texas correspondent Doug Scheiding, who was at a barbecue competition this past weekend. Uh, Doug is in the chat room, so throw up where you were at this past weekend. In a quote, Greg, I met some Germans this weekend at my barbecue competition that were in Texas to experience barbecue. They have eaten horse meat. They said it was a little sweet. Just to close the quote here for a second, I've said that on a number of occasions through documented articles. I reopen the quote. Good in meatloaf, dumplings, and with cabbage. Yeah, they actually knew what it was good with as a meal. It's only a matter of time, baby. Come on. If the Germans are eating horse meat and loving it, how can we be so far behind the times? When you watch commercials about anything German, it's always the best. German engineering, Mercedes-Benz, and uh, BMW. That's German, right? Bavarian Motor Works. Or that shaving stick that's like $8 a month now or whatever it is. $8 $8 a year. Ooh, these fine stainless steel German blades. If Germany is eating horse meat, it's got to be the best tasting meat ever. We got to get over ourselves here, folks. Sooner than later. A quick Hall of Fame update 12 days, sorry, today's the fourth, right? 10 days remain to get your Barbecue Hall of Fame nominations into the Barbecue Hall of Fame committee. I don't have any idea who's on that committee. I will include the link in my social media outlets again, as well as included in the show notes. You only need to fill out the fields that have that red asterisk. You don't have to go through the whole thing. If it doesn't have the red asterisk, don't worry about it. Just put in what you know and what you feel comfortable with. Remember, sell it a little bit. Not, Don't lie, but sell it. Does anybody know who's in the Barbecue Hall of Fame committee to decide who's good and who's not? Who's worthy and who's not? I don't know. I would love to know. All right, um, let me go back to... Uh, It's gone. Here it is. Doug Shiding. Oh, here's where it is. All right, so I started saying this during the Ray Lampy segment. After much speculation and potential internal consternation, the American Royal contest dates have finally been released. It is an exclusive... (laughs)
2: Barbecue Central Show exclusive news update.
0: It's not really an exclusive. Uh, But Greg Rampey here at the Breaking News Desk here in Cleveland, Ohio. And I have it on good authority that this year, this year, you might want to adjust that calendar because the American Royal, while A, staying at the Kansas Speedway, will be Labor Day weekend. August 31st through September 3rd. Again, that is August 31st through September 3rd. That is your American Royal. If I'm not mistaken, last year, it was the end of October. So, draw your own conclusions. And it had been without date up until at some point last week, I think. So August 31st through September 3rd, those are your American Royal dates. And again, it will be at the Kansas Motor Speedway as it was last year. However, that is only like re-upped for one year because I believe they are looking to go back to Arrowhead Stadium because they like that setup better. But if you listen to Carolyn Wells in a news article out of like KansasCity.com, she said that once you got into the racetrack, it was very nice logistically because everything there is on that mile-and-a-half oval or half-mile oval, whatever the hell it is. Let me leave you with this thought before we go to Emily Detweiler here in short of a minute. This better not come on. Folks, there's a new barbecue sanctioning body. It is called the United Competition BBQ League. I am not kidding. You can find it at unitedbbqleague.com. That's unitedbbqleague.com. You can bet your sweet patoot. I will have more on that developing sanctioning body. In Louisiana, primarily, although they said they have gotten some interest with Alabama, Georgia, Florida, surrounding states. So be on the lookout for the United Competition Barbecue League. You heard it here first. Unless you read it somebody else or somewhere else first. I don't know. Maybe you did. Doug Scheiding, or I'm sorry, Kevin Huber... Kevin, you weighing in here. You should interview a member of the Royal and ask why they hit the idiot button on this. Your words, Kevin. Sweaty. Hey, folks, if you didn't know already, Big Papa's is the one-stop online shop for anyone interested in barbecue. Big Papa Smokers has made a name for itself by making an award-winning line of championship rubs that have won almost every major barbecue competition, period. They've also banded together with fellow California-based rub company, Simply Marvelous Barbecue, to form what has now become known as the West Coast Offense. Defying conventional wisdom, these two California-based rub makers have cornered the market on competitive barbecue and begun to redefine the flavor profile that competitive coaches from across the country have begun to aim for. They've even created two unique competitions, King of the Smoker, that brings the best of the best in barbecue head-to-head, and a back-to-basics competition, the King of the Smoker, unique in that contestants may not use any electrical devices such as wood pellets or pit miners. Contestants are just allowed to use charcoal, wood and their wits to win one of the most high-stakes barbecue competitions around. The other competition, the Guinea Pig, cost-controlled, helps bring in newcomers to the world of competitive barbecue, features prize distribution all the way down to 10th place in each category and helps provide incentive to get new competitors into the world of barbecue plus keep the savvy veterans they like winning on top of all that big papa created a unique brand ambassador program called the bps elite team that features 15 of the best competition teams in the country working together to promote camaraderie competition barbecue and benefit children's charities across the u.s keep in mind that big papa smokers has been able to do all of this within only four years of being four years six years or so of being in the business Turning the competition barbecue world on its head, creating their own unique competitions, becoming a staple of a nationwide restaurant chain and benefiting children's charities across the U.S. Just the beginning. Just the beginning for Big Papa Smokers. All right, we are back with Emily Detweiler from Smithfield talking committed cooks, grant programs, all that good stuff. Stick around. We'll be right back.
3: Show, giving you a monthly visit from a doctor of barbecue, a man actually named Meathead. The author of A Barbecue Bible, bloggers, reviewers, competitors, and manufacturers by the dozens. It's the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempy
0: Hey, welcome back. This segment of the show being brought to you by Unknown Smoker Accessories, purveyors of made-in-the-USA stainless steel barbecue and smoker lid hinges, barbecue accessory hangers, rocket hot chimney grillers, heavy-duty aluminum foil dispensers to fine products from Unknown Smoker Accessories. Keep your gear where it needs to be at arm's length, ready for battle. By the way, the rocket hot chimney grillers, also available for sale at BigPapaSmokers.com. I just mentioned them. So partner up with them, be happy, showing the competition isn't always the way it's got to go. Sometimes partnership can win out in the end. Of course, you can still buy all the products from uh, Unknown Smoker Accessories at their website, unknownbbq.com slash shop. All right. Many of you have been emailing me and Facebooking me about committed cooks programs that Smithfield has out now, so... I figured we'd use some of the time tonight to delve into this a little bit further to get some clear answers for someone who would know. She is in the know. Let's head over to the Smoking with Smithfield hotline and welcome back the pork princess herself, Emily Detweiler, joining me here on the show. Hi, Emily.
5: Hi, Greg. How are you tonight? I'm
0: absolutely fabulous, Emily, and appreciate you making time for the show as always, so You know, let's kind of delve into it. I had made a Facebook post a couple days ago and said, hey, I'm going to have uh, Emily on. And uh, do you have any questions about anything that's happening? And, of course, one of the bigger things that came up was what's going on with the committed cooks program? And uh, is it still open? And are we going to get notified if we're in or not? Or um, I guess for people that haven't heard about it or only paid half attention or whatever you want to say, uh, talk to me, I guess, a, a little bit more again on Committed Cooks Program and what's all involved and what one can expect.
5: Perfect. I'm happy to do that. So our Committed Cooks Program is, um, it's definitely still open. You can go to smokingwithsmithfield.com and still register to be a committed cook. Um, essentially what this program is, is almost a loyalty program, if you will, Um, if you sign up and say you know what i cook with smithfield i'm going to cook with smithfield throughout my competition season Um, i just want some awesome swag we've got all of that for you so if you go on to the site we do ask for a twenty dollar shipping fee just to help you get like a hundred dollars worth of stuff so you definitely get uh, get your money back um we have over 308 teams that have registered already which is awesome we are so excited about that it's well over double uh, of the of the teams who had signed up through our program last year. So we're really excited about the level of, of excitement out there from the teams. Um, so at this point, you know, we think we may have to cap it at some point, like around 500, but for now there's still plenty of room. So I would encourage anyone who wants to participate uh, to get on out there to com. Uh, to register, we will have some, you know, extra prizes and incentives that we'll offer, kind of as a bonus, if you will, throughout the year. So there will be even more great things that happen um, as kind of surprise and delights, if you will, for all of our committed cooks throughout the season. So definitely encourage folks to still sign up. Again, it's at smokingwithsmithfield.com.
0: Now, will a team be notified that they've been picked, or will a box just? kind of show up or the once they're in and they pay the 20 bucks, then they're, they're good to go.
5: Once they're in, that's a great question. Once they're in and pay their 20 bucks for shipping, they're in and good to go. Um, so I know that we are in the process of getting all of these things fulfilled. Um, so some people have already received their boxes. Some are in the process of getting them and hopefully they will get them in the next week or two, um, depending on when they signed up. So uh, we, we, kind of did it on a first-in-first-out basis, if you will, working with our our great supplier that's helping us put those boxes together. So really looking forward to seeing all of that. You know, we certainly, we were just at the Blue Hog Festival uh, this past weekend and saw a lot of great Smithfield signage and people who had already gotten their kits were wearing their hats and you know, probably put up their Smithfield magnets on their cook sites and their trucks and just great, great visibility out there. So um, we like it because when we're at the events, obviously, if you've got your Smithfield signage up and gear out, we know to come look for you. And, um, you know, again, our goal is at some of these events where we're there, you know, we want to come and see you, talk to you and, and hear how you're doing on the circuit. So, definitely make sure you show that Smithfield pride.
0: Has there been any talk as you guys start to kind of bat around some of those other additional incentives for things like perfect score if you use the extra tender ribs or the pork butts or something along these lines?
5: We're definitely still working through some of those things. Yes, got some good feedback even over the weekend um, from a few folks with some different ideas. So we absolutely still have the opportunity of adding certain elements like that into the program throughout the year. Um, Essentially, what we're doing this year, so as you know, last year we awarded the perfect 180s. This year, since we are working kind of across sanctioning bodies, we just need to make sure that we've got a system that – enables us to be as fair as possible, knowing that, uh, unfortunately, the judging system isn't exactly the same across all of the sanctioning bodies. So we want to make sure that um, as we would put things like that into our programs, that we are as representative of all of the sanctioning bodies as possible.
0: All right, so go to smokingwithsmithfield.com, sign up for the committee Cook, cook's program, pay $20, bucks. you will get a box at some point here, probably sooner than later, there may be a cap around that 500 team mark, which we're kind of well short of at this mark, but still 308 teams, as you said, is really knocking it out of the park as we sit right now. So that's kind of the the, the high level of it all, right?
5: Absolutely, yep, it sure is. So we're really excited about that program. Um, again, it's just really performing nicely. And the next program, that if you if you're interested, I've got uh, some announcements on our grant events. Really. I do. Hold on. I do. Hold on. Breaking I got this. News. Here
0: we go.
2: A barbecue central show exclusive news update. All right. This is Greg
0: Rappi reporting from the breaking news desk here in Cleveland, Ohio. And we are going to throw it to Emily Detweiler in Chicago. Emily, are you there?
5: <laughs> I am here. I am here. So. Um, really excited to be able to share this first um, with all of the uh, the followers of your show. So um, essentially what we've been able to do, we knew we wanted to provide 25 grants this year, $5,000 each, to help increase uh, the pay- prize payout. Um, we found just, I-, I think it was Divine Intervention, I'm not sure, but we got 180 events that, wow. uh, that entered. So we kind of think we got our own perfect score for the first year out of the gate. <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> so we were able to provide the 25 grants and again, it was such a hard decision. Um, but we were so impressed with what we saw that we are also pleased to extend an additional 10, $1,000 grants above and beyond mm. what we originally committed to. Really? So if you, yeah, yeah. Um, so I like what I'll say with you. I like it. Go yeah, ahead. I'll share some of, the, some of the events here with you. So the first round of events, um, one of them, well, actually two of them have already happened. So the Blues Hog Barbecue and Music Festival. Um, the next ones that I'm going to read off, not only are they getting a grant, but they also will have our mobile tour, our Get Grilling America mobile tour, come to their events throughout the course of the summer grilling time period. Nice. So the Blues Hog Barbecue and Music Fest, Jiggy with the Piggy, uh, May 6th in Kannapolis, North Carolina. Grand Lake Barbecue Festival in Langley, Oklahoma, in May. Papa Joe's Banjo Barbecue Music Festival, May 27th, in Evans, Georgia. Smokin' on the Summit, uh, June 2nd, in Lee Summit, Missouri. The Silicon Valley Barbecue Championship, June 23rd, in Santa Clara, California. The Gold Ribbon Barbecue Fest in Green Bay, July 15th. The Great Texas Mosquito Festival, July 28th, in Clute, Texas. The Bedford Blues and Barbecue Fest, um, the weekend of Labor Day in Bedford, Texas. And then finally, the Big Brothers Big Sisters River Fest in Decatur, Alabama, September 15th. So those events are going to, like I said, those will not only receive grant funds to help increase the prize payout for teams, but we also will be bringing our Smithfield Get Growing America mobile tour with activation and consumer demonstrations to those events. So really excited about all of those.
0: Um, for the the tour stops that you're having with the mobile kitchen, is that staffed by like some of those Smithfield big names, or how is that staffed out for you guys and the consuming public?
5: Absolutely. Great question. So, yes, the way those uh, are going to work, we are going to be bringing one of our championship pitmasters to those events. And they will lead demonstrations for the consumer. So think about um, think about something that you know is more targeted to that backyard barbecuer, just to get them excited and, and not so scared of going out to grill. Right? We're really trying to make sure people understand how easy and delicious it is to get out and get grilling all kinds of cuts of fresh pork. So, for instance, this weekend at the uh, Blues Hogs, festival. Melissa Cookston was our uh, lead demonstrator and she showed consumers how easy it is to grill one of our marinated pork tenderloins and then slice it up uh, and use it for tacos. So um, that's just an example, but ultimately we'll still have, we're going to bring a whole crew. We'll have our Smithfield folks there. We'll have brand ambassadors helping us, you know, engage the consumer public and um, we'll be doing samples and things like that. So, You know, we really think it's a nice benefit to these barbecue competitions, more so on the consuming public side. Um, And then obviously we're helping invest in the the prize payouts for the teams for the actual competition side. So from our perspective, it's a really nice balance of of trying to make sure that we're taking care of the teams while also um, reaching our consumers.
0: Emily Duttweiler joining me here on the show, uh, talking about Committee Cooks program and the grant program that uh, Smithfield is offering I mean, let me ask you, you don't have to share anything specific or if it's just high level that you've been told. You know, you've seen Smithfield really take over social media, really partner with the biggest competitor names, uh, perhaps even just the biggest names in barbecue right now, whether it's kind of backyard or on that competition scene. Has Smithfield come back to you and said, man, you know, we have really seen an uptick in rib sales and uh, pork butt sales. Or is that not quantifiable at this point?
5: I would say, you know, we look at it from a whole variety of angles, and all of those angles are pointing up. (laughs) So um, we have definitely seen an increase in sales um, across several of our largest retailers and some of our smallest retailers as well. Um, So, yes, we've seen that. We have also seen a huge increase um, in our consumer affairs comments and questions and people asking you know where they can get the product. I think I've overwhelmed our sales team, but uh, you know every day they come along with me a little bit more. <laughs> it's a great problem to have. Um, so we really are trying to make sure that we can provide, direction for the cook teams um you know for where they can find product at least somewhat locally or near a contest that they're going to and maybe have the opportunity to stock up and and take meat back home with them in their coolers uh you know for their next contest
0: all right so let me get into the weeds a little bit and if you can help great if not maybe a little direction on where folks can go but there's a lot of posts in that facebook mentioned that i had made saying hey where can I find ET pork shoulders or you know the prime ribs in Michigan and in Ohio?
5: Mm-hmm. So the good news that I can tell you, um, we we just are working with a new distributor in the um, in the Upper Midwest, and some of that is going to cover Michigan. So um, our our sales lead on that on that account is actually going to have some more information for me next week, and I'll be able to point uh, people directly to. Some of those stores. Um, the other thing I will tell you is that now you know we're in our national rib distribution at Walmart. So literally you should be able to walk into any Walmart store in the country right now and find our ribs uh, there right now. Um, but is a little bit more of a challenge. so I actually looked into this right before our call. Um, I don't have any distribution right now on butts in Michigan specifically, um, but what I will tell you is to keep looking um, nearby. The other thing I will tell you is that uh, Sam's Club has, we've just been continuing, so they're another great retail partner of ours, and they've noticed, you know, everything that we're doing Um within the competition space as well. So that's that's a, definitely a key contributing factor that's helped us gain additional distribution. So right now we are in over 434 SAMS class across the country. We're in 37 states. Um, unfortunately, Michigan is not one of them. I looked at that right before this call um, to see there, but um, what I will tell you is obviously, you know, you can definitely get product Anytime also through our, our partnership with Casey competition meets and order product, you know, shipped for you, for your needs. Um, but then also, if you, know, like I said, if you're going to a competition somewhat in a neighboring state where we do have great distribution, you know, bring an extra cooler stock up. We certainly have seen a lot of great photos of, of other teams doing that, you know, and, and as I'm looking at this list, I do see we've got distribution in Illinois, Indiana, uh, Kentucky, Ohio. So, you know, there's literally like all right around that state, except not right in Michigan right now, but that's not to say we won't get something very soon. So when you're shopping at uh, Sam's club, what we'll tell you to look for there is our line of business called Smithfield prime reserve. And that's coming from that Duroc breed sire line. Um, It's fabulous, fabulous product. So we've got a lot of great product lines and, you know, the more we talk to some of our championship pitmasters, really what they're telling us is it doesn't matter which product line um, you're using, whether it's ET, whether it's prime, whether it's our, our Smithfield fresh pork that we kind of call black Label, they all meet the key qualities that pitmasters are looking for. So if it's ribs, they've got straight bones, they've got great marbling. If it's bucks, they've got great money muscles. So, you know, What I would encourage you to do is if you see Smithfield, regardless of what, you know, product line or sub brand, if you want to think of it that way, just pick it up and try it. Because I think you'll find that they all are going to cook really well and help set you up for success out there on the circuit.
0: Will a Walmart have baby back ribs and not carry spare ribs or should they be carrying both?
5: They should be they should be carrying both. So Walmart should have our full spare ribs, our St. Louis, and our back ribs.
0: All right. So all summer
5: long, all the way through Labor Day.
0: Oh, all right, that's great. Um, are Are there any other big like distribution bubbles getting ready to burst in a good way that you want to let us in on? Maybe.
5: Um, well, I'll <laughs> just continue to say you know Sam's Club keeps growing. the, yeah. the newest yeah. one for us for Sam's Club. Um, we just picked up the St. Louis metro area. Um, we also picked up additional stores in Illinois, Indiana, and Kentucky. So that's that's new. Um, that's new news. And then we also on the West Coast. Uh, for those teams out there that are looking for our products, we've got a lot of great distribution at Winco, and you know Winco also just expanded into the Dallas-Fort Worth metroplex uh, with several stores there. So that's really going to increase um, availability in the in the DFW area as well.
0: What's on Emily's plate here over the next four or five weeks? You're going to be traveling around uh, places. People might be able to see at.
5: Absolutely. So you know, if we think about the um, the Get Grilling America tour stops that I mentioned, that are also you know receiving the grant, it, whether it's me or someone on my team, we will be at literally every single one of those. I will definitely be at the one in Lee Summit. Um, so if you're there, please stop by. Um, but between Taylor Davis and Andrea Grant on my team, you know, we're going to have great coverage over the summer at all of those events. So I would certainly encourage everyone to come and, and say hello to us. We Everybody has really enjoyed getting to know all of the different teams. Um, and then I'm not sure if we're going to be at all of the other events that are receiving grants. I would like to, if you have another two minutes, I'd like to yep. read off the other um, so the other events that we are going to receive the $5,000 grants, you know, the Hammond Barbecue Challenge, March 25th, that's already happened, obviously, um, the New York City Barbecue Cookoff in mm-hmm. Staten Island, nice. the Suncoast Barbecue and Bluegrass Bash in Venice, Florida, April 14th, High on the Hog Festival, April 21st in Winchester, Tennessee, uh, Masters in May, May 5th in Appleton, Wisconsin, The Esperanza Bonanza, May 12th in Marion, Arkansas. Smoke on the Water in Thomaston, Georgia. The Westmont Red, White, and Barbecue Contest in Westmont, Illinois. Historic Cocoa Village in Cocoa, Florida. The 2017 Almost Heaven Barbecue Bash, I love that name. (laughs) Uh, West Virginia State Championship, so that's June 16th in West Virginia. Uh, The Briscoe Ranch Barbecue Cook-Off um, in Texas. And then finally, the uh, Tilly HD Biker Blues Barbecue Rally and, and Classic in Salisbury, North Carolina. Um, so those those are also on the list here. Um, and then, you know, like, oh, I'm sorry, there's three others on here. Table Rock, the Wildwood Barbecue Bash, and Mississippi Delta State Barbecue Championship. So, you know, again, just awesome, awesome turnout this year. And then we were also able to help extend our list with some $1,000 support levels um, as well. So we're really looking forward to that. Um, So anyway, it's just been a phenomenal, phenomenal experience. We are gonna post all of this information on our website. Obviously those who have already, um, all of these contests have been notified if they received the grant, so they they should already know that. But uh, we'll share this information out on our Smoking with Smithfield website, so so you can take a look at all the great events.
0: All right, so that answers like pretty much 100% of the questions that we were able to come up with on Facebook. So we certainly appreciate the openness and the candor here in the conversation tonight, Emily. It's Emily Detweiler with Smithfield. The website Smoking with Smithfield.com. There's still spots left for the Committee Cooks program. And as always, thanks for the support of the show, and uh, we'll see you again next month, Emily. All right. Thanks,
5: Greg. Have a great night.
0: You too. There she is. Emily Detweiler, the pork princess, uh, giving me the exclusive for the grant programs. How about that? Yeah. Unforeseen, by the way. Not cleverly worked in. I love when people are like, hey, can I give you an exclusive? I've been trying to get an exclusive from Bob Trudnak for 15 years of him sponsoring the show, and he's still like, yeah, I got something for you. I can't tell you just yet.
3: I can't tell you just yet.
0: Thanks, Bob. Here's some breaking news.
2: A Barbecue Central Show exclusive news update. I'm going to talk
0: to you about the Chops power injector system right now, and I talked about it last week. Could they possibly string together the 2015, the 2016, and make it three years in a row running best barbecue tool in the NBBQA? Yes, that's right. The 2015, 16, and now 2017 barbecue tool of the year is recognized by the NBBQA. Patent-pending technology, number one seller, the Half-Gallon Chops Power Injector System. Designed for the backyard guy like me or to pump up you, the guy that's out there on the competition circuit or gal. Easy to use, right? Clean it, fill it, pump it, and away you go. It's 100 bucks plus you pay shipping. Then you have the one gallon. Same thing as with the Half-Gallon, just double the size. This one's 120 bucks plus you pay the shipping. Then you have the CHOPS Full Power Injector System, electric, the commercial and competition Big Daddy, not a holding tank this time like the other two, but a three and a half foot pickup tube that you can put in any size container. That's right, from a few ounces to a 55-gallon drum. It was designed for Chef Rob at the best barbecue restaurant in Kansas City, one I'm hoping to go to in like three weeks' time, Rob. He said time and time again that with the Chops Full Power Injector System, his briskets are better than ever. This one comes with a whole bunch of stuff. It's $325, plus you pay shipping anywhere. Number of the top pitmasters in the world used CPI to use to make their barbecue better than the rest. Here's the deal. We live in a foodie world. You need flavor in every bite. This is how you do it and do it fast. It's not just for meat. Alcohol-infused fruit, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Every injector hand-assembled in Kansas City, Missouri, USA. Extra accessories. You want them. They got them. They have a great upgrade you can buy to make your CHOPS injector bulletproof. Metal needle adapters. How great is that? CHOPS power injector systems give your barbecue some power. That's right. Three years in a row, best barbecue tool, NBBQA. How about it? Barbecue Kansas City. B-A-R-B-E-Q-U-E. Mark Lambert right after this. Stick around.
3: Continuing to produce incredibly mediocre content in an exceptionally professional way. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey.
0: All right, the biggest name in pork, bringing you great opportunities this season. Get smoking with Smithfield and their Committed Cooks program. Couple hundred spots left. Go to the website, smokingwithsmithfield.com, sign up, pay 20 bucks, and then you're gonna get a bunch of stuff. You get a hundred bucks worth on your 20 investment. That's some good ROI where I come from. Again, it's SmokingWithSmithfield.com. That's smokingwithsmithfield.com. All right, my next guest is a pitmaster of sweet swine. o mine! He is the guy that has single-handedly brought back a beloved smoker of a backwood style, now called the red box smoker. But perhaps more importantly than that, dare I say, el presidente of the NBBQA as of this past weekend. Mark Lambert joining me here on the show. Mark, how are you, buddy?
1: Everything's good, man.
0: So you're the president. You there? Yeah. Are you?
1: Yep, I got you. Okay, lost
0: you for a sec. So you're the president. That's what they say. What happened? I mean that <laughs> in the nicest way possible, of course.
1: <laughs> so yeah, um, you know, you're you're president. You're on the board for a few years, and then all of a sudden you're president elect, and then you know, next nice thing you know, you're president before you know what happened. But as president, really. You, know, you don't have a whole lot of, there's not a lot of responsibilities more than what you were doing before as president-elect or a board member on the executive committee. I mean, it's all, you all work together toward a common goal. So it's really, uh, it's a title and not much more responsibility per se.
0: Mark, I was talking briefly with Ray Lampy, very first interview segment of the show in the first hour and we were uh, recapping a little bit of NBBQA, and he had said, you know, there was probably a, a definitive period of time uh, before Linda Orson had taken over and really started to kind of, t- he said, iron fist the her will into what she would like to see the NBBQA <laughs> kind of evolve into, which I think by and large she's been successful at. Uh, but years before that, it was kind of an, a little bit of a quagmire. So, how do you? Recall NBBQA prior to Linda kind of assuming the presidential role, and, and where do you see it now, and, and what do you hope to do
1: with it now? You know, before it was always—I mean, I guess my—I started at NBBQA just as an attendee in roughly, I guess it was two thousand, remember two thousand eight, two thousand seven, and it was—I mean, it was great then. There, it, it's the same thing now that it is that it was then in the fact that. It's uh, leaders in the industry that are doing what I wanted to be doing. They were they had they had accomplished goals uh, either in barbecue sauce or in um, a restaurant or in catering or in competition. It was the leaders in those, in those particular respective uh, parts of the industry that all came together in one place and they were more than willing to give you their advice uh, on you know what you th- you know on what they thought you should do with your particular product or situation um, and really help you find your path in the industry. Um, you know, one of the first bits of uh, really good advice I got on the first conference that I went to was from Dave Raymond, Sweet Baby Ray. And we, we talked about the barbecue business It's right when I was going into the barbecue business and launching my rub and my sauce and trying to find new outlets and struggling in the business. Uh, about the time, I was also you know, contemplating going into the restaurant business. And he uh, blatantly told me that I needed to stick the barbecue sauce and stick the rub and follow that path that the restaurant business wasn't all so cracked up to be. And I had a good product and a good brand, and that was the direction that I, I should go. And I certainly went down that road and got really good advice. And, and today, that rings true. You can still go to this conference and see leaders in the industry that are successful in in the business, and they are more than willing either through seminars or, um, you know, just around over a beer around the campfire, or um, you know at a, a, a con- at the at the conference on at the bar, or one on one, or even the seminar environment. One or the other, you're going to get that information you need to succeed at MBBQA. That's uh, all we've done. Really, is that Linda and I have really had you know some fit we had to throw a few different fits to make sure and get our pros get our people like uh you know chris lilly and mike mills and uh dave raymond and uh, dr barbecue and get a lot of those people out from behind a podium with a powerpoint and get them out in the pit and get with an apron on them uh, around the fire uh you know doing what they do with their passion about what they do best you know not clicking through a powerpoint presentation and and we're not also feeding our people uh, rubber chicken out of a box at a hotel conference center. Our our whole plan was to get people, uh, get the legends of the industry, uh, the best people in the business out of the hotel conference center, doing what they do best, have the smoke rolling, the drinks flowing, and let that information and learning peer-to-peer, generate more of that peer-to-peer learning atmosphere and get people face-to-face more often.
0: So is it more for somebody that is looking on a business side, whether it's sauce and rub, whether it's restaurant tutelage, whether it's marketing some uh, product or service into the industry, or is it something that's geared towards a competitive barbecue cooker or something along these lines?
1: You know, it's both. It's um, it's geared toward people that are – in the competition world, that actually want to make their way in the barbecue industry, that want to change, that want to make a living in the barbecue business, someone that's in competition that just wants to do better in competition, or people that are that have uh, you know people that have been in the barbecue restaurant business for years attend this conference, and I can tell you this, uh, you know, even someone like Mike Mills that's been in it for years and years and years, he, you, if you talk to him today, he would tell you a dozen things that he learned at this conference. Same thing from Dr. Barbecue, same thing from uh, Ray Lampy or, or famous Dave Anderson. All of those guys will tell you, no matter how long they've been in the business, when they come to this conference, they connect with people and they learn. Regardless, they and I, I think the way it works is they, they show up uh, with an idea of what they uh, want to learn, but I think if they're like me, they walk away with something completely different than they expected. So I think regardless of what walk of the barbecue life that you're in right now, there's something there for you because, you know, the group consists of, you know, people that are trade partners, like Smithfield was there this weekend, you know, showing off their wonderful pork. Uh, big green egg was there. Traeger was there. Uh, a new grill company, uh, M grills out of uh, Texas was there showing off their awesome new grills, real, really nice, innovative grills. Um, and then you've got, you know, the old standbys up there on the inside, that are giving you the, the, the seminars to help you in the, in the business of RVT, like financials and human resources and menu development. So, you know, this year was really cool. in the fact that we got outside, we connected with our roots. We, were, we built fires in the back, back, uh, backyard of this, this beautiful venue we had. We, we had drinks, everybody learned. And it was a lot more relaxed atmosphere and it was a lot more conducive to, uh, to that to connection that you're going to get with the trade partners and sponsors as well. This, uh, that we definitely want to grow.
0: Mark Lambert joining me here on the show, new president of the NBBQA Pitmaster of sweet swine. O mine. Uh, will this organization still staying at the same place next year, as far as location, or are you going to move it around? What's the thought there for the next uh, show?
1: Man, it, it's our plan to do it at the same place next year. Um, one, it, we had so many compliments on the venue. Um, it just was so conducive to, you know, putting together the environment, environment that you can create this really warm, uh, comfortable learning um, opportunity for all these people in the business. So we had so many compliments. The staff there at the River Ranch Stockyards was so good. We're going back there next year for sure. Um, we we may have a few different hotels in store, and we're we're going to change things up a little bit. As far as how we do our barbecue bash, and, and uh, really giving some time for our sponsors and trade partners to shine uh, with some of their um, uh, with some of their firepower as well. But we're going to go back there, but we're going to try to shake things up a little bit, and we may even have uh, a few additional competitions to even add to the mix.
0: All right, sounds good. We'll be on the lookout for that. Uh, NBBQA.com dot com is the website, and it is uh, technically, I guess, the National Barbecue and Grilling Association, right?
1: That's right. We added grilling after, um, you know, really shortly after our San Marcos conference and uh, uh, the, the synergies that happened with the State Cook-Off Association. We added grilling, and this next year, we're actually really going to add a lot of tracks for the griller as well, not just barbecue low and slow. We're going to add a lot of different tracks for grilling, and we're seeing a, a, a lot of uh, enthusiasm from our grilling partners because of that as well, um, you know, from other folks like uh, like Meathead and his uh, his pitmaster group, um, so we're gonna we're hopefully add a lot of good traction, a lot of good traction with our grilling grilling segment coming on.
0: Uh, Mark, not to switch gears too abruptly here, but uh, you're also uh, part of the Sweet Swine o Mine Distribution S S M O D dot where you have the sauces, the rubs, obviously those are in retail stores too, but you have the Red Box Smoker as well. And I had alluded to it actually when we were. At HPPA together a handful of weeks ago, we were talking about how you kind of revived an old Backwood style smoker into that red box. So for folks that aren't familiar with it, with a couple minutes that we have left, tell me a little bit about it and, and where you're at with that cooker right now.
1: Yes, yeah, the, uh, the the small residential model that Backwood Smokers actually had, they eliminated, eliminated it from their lineup back about nine years ago. And it took about six years to find the right manufacturer, and we found the right manufacturer to bring it back made a few improvements to it and actually put it inside a um, protective box and packaging that would withstand shipping and the rigors of uh, FedEx and UPS of the sorts and uh, brought it back. And really just a little over, I guess, about a year and four months now in existence, we've sold a little over 700 of these units, and they're, they're proven. I've actually taken them to KCBS contest and won a KCBS contest on two of these red box smokers. It's, uh, it's, they're very easy to use. They're almost idiot proof. Uh, a lot of people say they're too small, but I would say, I would say that that's the, that's the whole idea. It's small enough that it's shippable and portable and inexpensive, but it still operates like the big high dollar gold standard backwood smoker.
0: Uh, from a retail standpoint, uh, best to go online to get these or are you uh, pulling through dealer? How does that work?
1: You know, there are a lot of dealers out there right now. They're, they're typically specialty barbecue retail stores right now. Um, we're working on a few big box stores, uh, hopefully in the near future. But right now, they're through specialty barbecue retail. Um, you know, if you Google it, you can, you can, of course, buy it on Amazon. Uh, and, but you can find other dealers that are selling them as well. But uh, you can also go to Sweet of Mine Distributing and purchase it directly um but we we certainly have a lot of dealers in your area if you google Redbox smoker and then your city and state uh, you'll be really easy to to find a local dealer but you can get it shipped from about anywhere to about anywhere in the country including shipping for somewhere no no more than $475 so for a competition quality smoker delivered to your door that's pretty darn good
0: Mark Lambert joining me here on the show. Uh, Let me backtrack to MBBQA. Do you have dates for next year already or not yet?
1: Uh, We've got three dates to choose from. We actually haven't signed the contract yet, uh, but it will be either the last weekend of March or the first weekend of April, you know, within a week of what it was this year. It just seems to be a really good time. The weather's really, uh, you know, fairly cooperative at that point in Fort Worth. um, And, you know, we've already, you know, kind of Set the wheels in motion. So we've got a three-week span between that last week of March and the second weekend of April. So it'll be within there. We'll, as soon as we sign the contract, we'll uh, we'll go ahead and announce it and start planning.
0: Uh, Mark, of course, you're a world championship pitmaster in your own right as well uh, from a competition scene. What do you have coming up here over the next uh, handful of weeks that you might be competing at?
1: You know, I, I pretty well take off the month of April. Um, we do. Yeah, you know, this this MVBQA conference takes a lot out of me um, in organizing that, but uh, so I'm pretty much taking off the rest of April, May pick up one toward the end, maybe a KCBS contest toward the end of April, but kind of really building up toward Memphis in May. Uh, that's our that's our strong suit and our uh, sort of our own backyard. We like to to do well there, and it takes a lot to pull that off and put it together. So, Memphis in May is the next big one coming up. Uh, I've got a couple of little catering events in between there, but uh am just amazed what we've got our eyes pointed toward.
0: Sweet swine-o-mine Pitmaster Mark Lambert, new president of the NBBQA, and you can find him on the web at ssomd.com. Mark, always appreciate the time, man. Thanks so much for coming up. Appreciate it, Greg. You got it. There he Good is. Good show. Mark Lambert. Look at this guy. He, he's kind of one... Uh, A lot of really big contests ever. Mark Lambert. You ever heard of him? That's him. All guests
3: on the Barbecue Central show appear via the Smithfield Hotline. Yummy.
0: All right, folks, let me talk to you quickly about the pit barrel cooker. Pulling the trigger on a new cooker can be nerve wracking sometimes. Temperature control, fire management, what woods to buy. Who needs the hassle, right? horse but I strongly suggest a pit barrel cooker pit barrel makes it simple and fun to cook just might be the most unique versatile and easy to use cooker available on the market today imagine a single cooker that will be able to turn out traditional barbecue meats like briskets pork shoulders ribs while also being able to ramp up and temp to do those burgers chicken wings and hot dogs versatility all thanks to a revolutionary design that goes beyond traditional convection Their hook-and-hang method places the food in the center of the heat, so it's acting like a stationary rotisserie. The result, great tasting, perfectly cooked meat each and every time. We call it consistency. Not only is the Pit Barrel a fabulous cooking vessel, it's aesthetically sexy as well. Not only built to withstand heat, thanks to its porcelain enamel finish, the Pit Barrel able to withstand any type of weather condition. Also extremely portable, it fits in the back of most trucks, vans, and SUVs basically it's ready to go wherever you are of course all barbecue folks love accessories and the pit barrel doesn't disappoint here either from rubs to the unique removable ash pan the pit grips the turkey hangers the hinged grill grates beer koozies new stainless steel rub shakers new packaging on the rubs that you can buy you have a full line of accessories that really complete the pit barrel experience best part For $299, the pit barrel comes fully assembled, ready to cook on, and it ships to your door for free. Not only does the cooker ship free, but with so few returns, everything they sell ships for free to lower 48. No promo code, no coupon needed, no, no. Don't take my word for it. Go over to AmazingRibs.com and see how they rave and give it their gold division, the highest rating, by the way, for three years in a row. Head on over to pitbarrelcooker.com, see what everybody's talking about. Be sure to check out their full collection of short how-to videos. Then, and only then, pick up one or two or four for yourself. What if I told you you could have mega capacity for $1,200? Four of these cookers for $1,200? No shipping? Come on. And I'm not even kidding. It's really that much. If you have any questions, by the way, contact them through the website or call 502-228-1222. That's 502-228-1222. They will talk to you. That's right. Find out what great customer service is all about, pitbarrelcooker.com. All right, let's wrap up this show. Stick around. We'll be right back.
3: Whole Packers. Full Racks. Legs and thighs. Injecting butts. If you've never heard this before, you might think you found the best Triple X show ever. Let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today. Craig rimpey
0: All right, thanks again to Mark Lambert for joining me this past segment, talking about uh, the NBBQA, where it was when he first got on board, like nine years ago, if you can believe it. And he's been an integral part, as well as uh, Linda. They're kind of driving together, I guess, and helping it move it along to where it is now. And perhaps most importantly, really overcoming some of those stereotypes and and mystiques that that convention had had and bringing it to the stage of prominence for now where it sits. So roughly in about a year's time frame from now, it's going to be happening again, same place, uh, perhaps a a little bit of of a different venue per se, but same place and same time frame. So if you're looking to already get time off or you were there this past weekend and you can't wait to get back and you want to make your plans now, now you can do it. Within that three-week time frame, uh, Mark, I'm sure, will touch base with me at some point and give me all the final details that I can share with you in an upcoming show. But follow him on Facebook, on the Twitter, go to NBBQA.com, all that good stuff. So uh, that's how we will end the show this season. Great show. All right. All the way back in the first hour, we had technical trouble with Ray Lampy. I will fix that in post. Maybe we can get him back on again this month to kind of finish out what we wanted to talk about but never got to. Jamie Proviance has a new book, Weber's Greatest Hits. The Definitive Collection, 150 or so top best as rated by Jamie and some other folks that they have done. Over 2,500 recipes, he mentioned. These are the best of the best of the best. Available for sale April 25th. Get your pre-order in now. Second hour. Ten fourteen. Emily Detweiler was in talking about committed cooks and the grant program released all of the grant program recipients plus an extra $1,000 for uh, five other events. That's great. And then Mark Lambert closing out the show. SSOMD.com. September 11, 2001, I will never forget. And until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, this is your program host, and proud U.S. American Greg Rempe. Good night now. Don't forget, subscribe to me on iTunes. Sub me up. See you Tuesday.